What's going on, guys? Welcome into today's episode. I've got the ultimate rock star in Miss Jen Gottlieb on the show today. She is a top 50 speaker in the world, author of Be Seen, Find Your Voice, Build Your Brand, Live Your Dream. She has helped over 30,000 business owners build their brands and ultimately is one of the best business and consulting coaches in this space, has shared the stages with all of the biggest names that you can imagine all across the globe, but the likes of Tony Robbins, all of the most influential and motivational speakers that you can think of. And she is one of the kindest and most humble people that I know you're going to get some great value from our conversation today. And we really dug in around this idea of influence, around building a brand, whether you're an individual, you're a business owner, um, you're somebody that has been considering how you can put yourself out there more. I think we can all agree that the people who have influence today on social media, online, and again, it doesn't have to be you know, a social media star, right? It could be building influence and a footprint through your LinkedIn profile or through your business page. She is literally the authority in this space. And so we talked about a lot of stuff on this particular topic. And also, I just love the conversation around how she has really continued to level up in her own entrepreneurial journey, how she's building her wealth beyond her business, where she envisions her own brand, how she's sharpening her skills. When you get to the top, right, oftentimes it's everybody looking at you for all of the value. And sometimes it can be hard to innovate and grow yourself. And she's somebody that is doing this at an elite level. So a really great conversation today for you guys. Again, be sure to check out the show notes at millionermindcast.com for all the links, all the resources on how you can connect with her, her great brands, her book. And of course, don't forget to check out the Millionaire Mindcast store for all the great products, all the tools, all the resources we have for you that are looking to build your business, looking to build your wealth and continue to build your life to that next level. Some great stuff in there for you guys as well. If you're new to the show, again, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. If you enjoy anything that Jen or myself share, talk about in this episode, all I ask is that you take 60 seconds, leave a review. Be sure to share this with a friend, a family member, somebody that you think can get some value from it. And most importantly, enjoy the show. Let's take a quick break and hear from today's show sponsor. Are you struggling to close deals? Cold outreach can be a slow and brutal process. And in many scenarios, it's just wasting the time of both the buyer and the seller, especially when business owners who are trying to find qualified buyers are using inaccurate and outdated data. But it doesn't have to be this way. With LinkedIn Sales Navigator, your organization can overcome these challenges by leveraging this amazing technology and platform that translates comprehensive, high-quality buyer data into real-time insights and sales. These deeper insights empower sales reps and teams to adopt the habits of top performers, which leads to much better outcomes like building a bigger pipeline with real customers customers, leading to higher win rates and conversions, and of course, larger deals and paydays all around. We call this Deep Sales, and LinkedIn has built the first Deep Sales platform with the next generation of LinkedIn Sales Navigator. Right now, our Millionaire Mindcast family has an amazing opportunity to try LinkedIn Sales Navigator and get a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com forward slash mindcast. That's linkedin.com forward slash mindcast 
for a 60-day free trial. Let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Just go to linkedin.com forward slash Mindcast and get started. Well, I'm excited to welcome into the show today for an exciting conversation. Jen Gottlieb, how you doing? I'm still good. How are you? I'm good. I mean, I wish I was as high in the sky as you were today. I'm a little bit grounded. You're up in the clouds. So we're uh, we're going to find a way to close that gap with uh, some of our conversation today. I love it. We're going to meet in the middle today. It's going to be awesome. We're going to balance <laughs> it out. Exactly. So... I want to make sure that obviously the audience has gotten a, a little, you know, brief snippet of your highlight reel, but to get to know a little bit more about you. And obviously we're going to dig into your amazing book and all of the great success that you've been having in your career, but kind of bring us back to the beginning of, you know, your entrepreneurial journey. Mm. My entrepreneurial journey started from me trying to be an actress like that. All of my greatest entrepreneurial lessons really came from my acting career, ironically. And I, I moved out to New York City when I was 20. I dropped out of college. And I was like, I need to go to New York and become an actor. That's like what I have to do. I was studying musical theater in like a traditional four-year school. And I was a musical theater major. But I was like, I cannot do school. I just was not a school person. So I left and I'm like, I'm going to pursue my dream. And I moved to Manhattan. This was about 17 years ago. And to study musical theater at like a conservatory program. So instead of doing math and then singing and dancing, I was just like just singing and dancing all day long. And I, I thought that that was the purpose. My purpose in life was to be an actor. And I just went went for it. And I actually ended up booking my dream role in the Broadway national tour of The Wedding Singer, the Adam Sandler movie, The Wedding Singer. Love the it. Broadway show. Yes. And that was the first big part that I got right out of school. And I, I tell the story in the book, but I really, really learned so many unbelievable lessons through the action steps that I had to take to book that role when it came to visualization, to being rejected, to personal uh, perseverance and keep going, even though you get heard no like 85 times. I got told no so many times before I got that role. And then being able to actually perform and do the thing that you always thought you wanted to do and then realize as you're doing it that maybe this isn't the thing that you thought it was. Mm. And throughout that time of performing and traveling the country for a year, doing the thing that I thought I was meant to do, I slowly started to realize, wait a second, I don't know if this is what I wanted. I don't know. And that was really scary because when you thought you had a, a purpose and a vision your entire life growing up and you finally get there and you make it and you're doing the thing and you realize, well, this isn't what I thought it was. And I don't know how much I love this. That was a really like scary moment in time because it was like, oh wait, who am I? What do I want? Yeah. And but I didn't listen to that who am I, what did I want thing. And I came back after tour and I booked another acting job. And this one was on a TV show on VH1 all about heavy metal music. It was called I don't see metal as a heavy metal girl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I got this gig and I was an actor and I was like, wait, like, oh my gosh, VH1, I could do this. When I was in The Wedding Singer, the role that I played was like a rocker chick. So I was like, I can play this part. And the problem was, is that I don't like heavy metal music. It's, it's not who I am, but I dressed the part. I looked the part and I convinced everybody that I was this person that I wasn't. And five years later, I had built this brand unintentionally online that was saying, I am like super sexy, rocker, angry metal girl. And it couldn't have been further from who I was. Mm. But because this gig and this job and, and this brand online and all of these like followers and people that love the show and 
all of my worth and my identity was wrapped up in this fake version of myself. So I was being seen. But if you go online and you Google me from back then, you will see a totally different human being. Like completely, you'll be like, that is not you. Because it wasn't. It, it, it was the person that I thought everyone needed me to be in yeah. order to get love and, and attention and, and a job. And, and I did that for a long time. And then uh, as shows do, this show got canceled. And I was completely out of alignment in my life at that point in time. And so like the, I think it was like the same week the show got canceled. The guy that I was dating left me for one of our friends. And like, it was like my entire life just kind of crashed and burned in a very, very short amount of time. And I really believe that like, sometimes shit happens so the shift can happen. Yeah. And sometimes the universe will step in when you can't get yourself back into alignment. And even like the whole time, even when I was in Wedding Singer, there was something in my gut telling me, this is not it. This is not it. And then during uh, that metal show, it was like, this is really not it. This is not you. But I was trapped and I couldn't get myself out of it. So everything imploded and I was forced to get myself out of it. And I and I had to start over from zero and I had to figure out who I was and I had to figure out what I was going to do with my life. And uh, that started my entrepreneurial journey kind of uh, like on accident. Because yeah. the, the first thing I thought of I wanted to do was I was like, I want to help people and I want to be a personal trainer. And that was being an entrepreneur, but not being an entrepreneur. Yeah. And and start like, you know, actually like get clients and learn how to sell and learn how to market myself and start to actually be what I call in the book real gen and take down the mask and take off all the makeup and take off the blonde, platinum blonde hair and show the world me and start to really come out and figure out how to tell the story. And that set me on a journey of then starting my own fitness business and then owning my own PR agency and then selling my PR agency. And now uh, skip to today. I, I teach entrepreneurs and business owners how to build profitable brands online. And um, I speak all over the world. And I wrote this book about being seen, where ironically, like wasn't being seen for so long. And it wasn't mm. until I really got to see myself and let the world see who I was and build the brand around that, that I gained success. And, and that feeling of, oh my gosh, this isn't right, actually started to go away. Yeah. And uh, teach people to do now. Yeah. I know a lot of people are going to want to resonate with that story in, in their own journey. Because I feel like in some capacity and context, right? Isn't that kind of the the human experience? It's it's that, and not everybody gets to lean into it and really, you know, uncover and pull back the layers to it because they don't create that space to do it. And yet, I think everybody, like you said, right? You felt that misalignment. Everybody feels that when they're really not truly aligned with the path that they want to be on. And so, I know that you have done this at such a high level and helped so many people do this at such a high level. And we're gonna kind of talk about some of the, the tactics and the strategy. But I'm just curious of like, what did what did that transition look like for you? And and really like how did you come to a place where you you felt like you were on that path, right? Because I think a lot of people feel like they want to do something, but they're really scared about if they're going to make the right decision, taking a pivot from where they're at right now. Like what did that transitional piece look like? And when did you really feel like you were getting traction behind it? Yeah. Well, the one thing that I can tell you that it didn't feel like is it didn't feel like me sitting around and planning it and thinking about it for a long time. And my favorite quote uh, is a Stephen Pressfield quote, start before you're ready, don't prepare, begin. And I I end all my keynote speeches with this quote because I didn't know what the hell I was going to do. I literally, I was plopped. The guy broke up with me. I let we, we had this big, beautiful apartment in New York City and I had I was a hot mess at that time. And when he, like when we broke up, I had to start over from scratch. And I found myself in this tiny little bedroom in this apartment with six other actors. And I had this window that faced a brick wall. 
And I wish that I could tell you, like Matt, like that I I was like, okay, I, I know exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to plan it out. And then I'm going to go with the plan. I had no clue. All I knew, the only thing that I could tell myself is I was, I was journaling every day, looking out at this brick wall. And I would write down, one day I'll know why this happened. Yeah. One day I'll know what happened. And I just would get up every day and I would do something that I enjoyed. And I knew, okay, the one thing that I know that I'm really good at and that I enjoy that I know that I could make some money doing right now is, is training people because I love to work out. I was a dancer. Like, this is something that I could do. I can make my own hours. I was still an actress at the time. So I was like, I could audition and have my personal training business. So I didn't think about it. I just did it. And I don't know if there was a moment in time where... Oh, I'll tell you when I gained some traction. So... I, I get this personal training job at this major gym in Manhattan. It's like one of the fanciest gyms. It's it's now Equinox, but at the time when I got the job, it was called Reebok Sports Club. We're like okay. uh worked out and I'm Sandler. And I was like, if I'm gonna train anywhere, I'm gonna train at this fancy gym. Like I'm not gonna go anywhere else. Like this is where I'm gonna start my career because I know that I need to network and I need to connect with people. And I don't know where it's gonna lead to. I don't even know what I wanna do, but I know that I need to be around people that are successful. So I start training there. I I hustled and and I think I hustled because my back was against the wall. I wish I could tell you that I had this like innate like discipline and I was a really hard worker. I wasn't up until that point, but because I had no choice, I developed discipline like I'd never seen in my life. And this is where I learned like how to push myself past the limit. And I was training people in that gym from 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. at night, like just nonstop working my ass off, becoming the best possible trainer that I could ever be. And before I knew it, uh, I started to become a little entrepreneur because I started to realize that uh, I could take the clients out of the gym and train them down the street at the private gym and get paid the full amount of money there instead of go. the $30 was paying me. So <laughs> I started doing this and I started developing my own business on the side. And I was like, this is way better. And the gym finds out and they fire me. So now I'm fired from the place where all of my leads are being generated. And I'm like, okay, now I'm forced to really do it, to really start my own business. And yep. I started learning PR, marketing, branding, sales. I started learning how to have employees because I had trainers that were working under me because the only way to scale a personal training business is to have other people training under you all over New York City. And I started having a virtual online personal training product and offer. And this is where I started to really gain traction. And I remember there was a moment when all the dots started to connect for me. And it was when I got asked to speak for the very first time. Uh, in front of other trainers. And I I was an actress for years, but I had never been a speaker. I didn't even know like being a speaker existed. I didn't know that this whole thing of motivational speaking was was really like a thing you could do. And I got asked uh, by Carbon 38, which is a brand, a fitness brand, to speak in front of their ambassadors. And it, there was like 12 people. I had no shoes on. It was at like a bar studio. So think like, you know, a fitness studio and there's 12 yeah. people sitting on the floor. And I'm speaking in front of them, no microphone. I was so nervous. I had never spoken to a group of people as me before. I'd only been an actress and like played parts. So I go to this thing and I'm like, I guess I'm just going to tell my story. And this was the first time I ever spoke and told my story and was just authentically me. And the girls that were sitting on the floor, they all start crying. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a, like I'm impacting these people's lives positively. And I'm doing it using the skills that I've learned my whole life, performing, being in front of people and being able to tell stories and speak. This is amazing. And it was the first time that I realized that I could do that. 
And I could speak and I could impact people on that level. And it was the first time that all of the dots started to connect. Oh, business, acting, performing. And I was like, maybe there's more here. Mm. And that was a really big moment where I started to dive even deeper into just like building that personal brand. And, and then shortly after that, I ended up meeting my, my husband and business partner where we started to really teach people how to do that on a higher level. I love when the the universe kind of gives you some of those, you know, little breadcrumbs on on the path when you take that leap of faith. Because like what you said, right, is you had no clarity around the fact that you were going to become what you were going to become then, right? There was some level of belief, but it was like, I always find that clarity just comes through action. And the more data points I can get up on the board, I can start to get a little bit better at connecting the dots and keep taking, you know, some of those leaps of faith. And it really is for people like that. It's that uncertainty and that healthy amount of pressure that actually brings out the best in us. And you rob yourself when you don't actually put yourself in those positions. I remember when I um, I was I started my career out as a realtor and I worked for a guy for free for the first 12 months. And there were so many things that I wanted to do. I wanted to achieve more. The, the Matt today who owns hotels and, and does what I do if you would have told me I was going to do that back then, I would have said, you're crazy. Like I couldn't even envision that for myself. Right. But it was just some of those leaps of faith that allowed me to start connecting those dots, start building those skills and start building that belief, which I know you talk a lot about that belief in building your brand. And so I wanted to pivot a little bit more to understanding for so many people, especially in the world today. Right. I mean, I've heard this in so many different capacities I know you've shared stages with the biggest names, biggest influencers, biggest brands. You are one of those. And that all started somewhere, right? For the person that's going, I would love to build more influence. I'd love to get more eyeballs. And really the currency nowadays, especially being proven right now with Taylor Swift, right? The Swifty effect is like, if you have attention, that is probably one of the most impactful currencies in the world today. And it seems like it's going to continue to be more and more of that going forward. So I think your book... Be seen, find your voice, build your brand, live your dream. Couldn't be more appropriate for the world we're in and moving towards. So maybe we could talk a little bit more about for the people that feel a little bit concerned, but called to build their brand. Where do they start? Yeah, I'll back up a little bit to the the belief thing, because I think this is important before we start talking about the first step. You have to start, but you don't have to believe 100% in yourself to start. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of noise on the internet that's like, you got to believe 100%. You got to be 110%. You got to <laughs> believe, you know, and full on. I don't think there was ever a moment in time where I ever believed in myself 100%. I think there's always, there's always going to be a little fear. There's yeah. always going to be a little bit. And we, we teach our people just believe 51% a little bit more than you don't. You only need a little bit more belief than you don't have in order to take that first action step. And that first action step, no matter how crappy the outcome is from that first action step, it's going to develop a little bit more belief. And some days you're going to get to 80% belief. Some days you're going to, you might even get to 96% of belief, right? By taking those action steps and getting that momentum. And some days you may drop down to 51, but it's okay to take action and start without clarity, without belief, with fear, with doubt. Think that that is the key, and that's the thing that holds so many people back from starting their brand because they're like, "Oh, I don't have it, the clear picture yet. It's not perfect yet. I, I don't believe that I fully can do this yet. I still one day I'll be as I'll be confident enough to be seen and to build my brand on you one day." So 
but you won't ever because I'm sitting here talking to you right now and I've built a pretty successful brand. I'm still getting there. I'm not even close to where I want to be, but I'm not 100% certain in myself ever when I post a piece of content. I'm like, all right, we're going to try this. We're going to see how it works. I'm just going to be me and I'm going to show up. And, and as you go, like exactly what you said, you get a win and you figure out what works from getting that win, from taking that action step. And that creates more clarity for the next step. And then you got to take action again. And I call this the confidence continuum. Every single time you take action with fear in the passenger seat of the car, you gain a little bit more clarity on what the next action step is. But you're not going to be able to figure that out unless you start before you're ready. Yeah. And unless you just understand, you're not going to have... You don't have to believe in yourself 100% to take action. You got to just do it. Yeah. That, that yeah I agree be, with that, that so much. Yeah. That one of my... Uh, I would just say one of my mantras whenever I speak at an event or I do something and somebody says, well, what's your what's your key to success? And I boil it down as simple as this. I am just dumb enough to believe in myself and smart enough to take action every day. I wake up every day with that belief in, hey, I'm not the smartest, fastest or strongest, but I'm smart enough to believe in myself and smart enough to take action every day and trust in that process. And every single day, right, that compound effect really starts to kick in when you talk about confidence, it becomes such a powerful thing. And I can still be humble enough to know that I got a lot to learn a lot of growth to, you know, where I want to go to. And yet, I still believe in who I am and, and what value I can bring to the world. And everybody has something in them that can be valuable. And so talking a little bit about that starting point for people, right? It's like, we overcomplicate things. We got to get all the building blocks in place before we can actually start building the house. Talk a little bit more about how you conceptualize and strategize on where that starting point begins for most people. Yeah, it starts exactly where you are right now in this moment in time. The beautiful thing about a personal brand is it's made to be personal. And mm -hmm. as humans, we are faceted human beings. We are at all, we are always evolving. We are always growing. My brand is going to shift and change and grow and morph. I know it is. It, it already has from being on that metal show, metal girl to fitness girl <laughs> right. to PR agency owner to motivational speaker and author to, yeah. you know, it's going to keep evolving as I evolve. And that's the beautiful thing about humans and building audience that's going to follow you along that evolution is the greatest investment that you can possibly make in today's day and age. I believe it. And like what you said, Taylor Swift just showed that to us. We're going to, Swifties are going to love Taylor throughout her entire evolution, no matter what she becomes. Besides she wants to drop singing and become an entrepreneur and build a business. All of her Swifties are going to go with her and buy her stuff. They're all going to follow her. So the, the key thing to do when you start is just start documenting your process. You don't have to be there you don't have to be, and I think a lot of people are waiting until they're the expert, waiting until they have the experience. And that's important. You don't want to start talking about something that you don't know about right, yet, right. but you can start to be open to the fact that, hey, I am on a journey in the real estate space right now. I'm really excited. I'm learning everything that I need to know about real estate. I'm going to take you along with me and I'm going to teach you what I'm learning as we go. And I'm Jen and I love watching baking shows, even though I don't bake. I've got three dogs. I live in New York City. I love to lift weights and, and come along with me as we talk about me learning how to navigate the real estate space yeah. and be honest and open. And that is such a, a wonderful way to connect with your audience and have them come along the journey and experiencing it with you. And then when you do become the expert, they've seen your whole coming up. They've fallen in love with you. They've been part of the story. That is long-term investment in anything. Whatever you do going forward from there, you've been consistently giving value to this audience and they've watched your come up and they've been there with you, whatever level you're at. And I believe that they're going to... I know this because I've seen a, a majority of my people have been with me for a very long time. 
And it's such a powerful, beautiful thing for them to be able to DM me sometimes. Jenny, I'm so proud of you. I remember when we were talking about this two years ago when you wanted to do this. And I'm like, yes, but we're in this together. And that's that's what social is about. That's what brand is about. It's not about being perfect. It's about being human and connecting. Yeah. I love that you brought that up because I think so many people try and catch trends and they try and do stuff that is going to get clicks and likes and all of these things for the wrong reasons. And then when those things come and go, so do their brands. And the people, and I'm curious on your take on this is in terms of like characteristics of successful brands, I think you just hit the nail on the head with one that I've really been doubling down on, which is this brand around built on authenticity, right? And like just being you and and whether that is something that's popular in the news or on social media right now or not, that that authenticity. And then the other piece of like giving people a window into your journey, pulling them along, that transparency, I think is also a big piece that I believe, you know, long-term successful brands are really building momentum around. Yeah, 100%. Take people on the journey. People connect with stories. People connect with, with vulnerability, yeah. right? And, and I'm not like to, like, you don't need to share everything. And there is a time to be seen and there's a time to not be seen. It doesn't mean you need to go and air all your dirty laundry, uh, but it's letting people in and letting people see who you really are. And the only reason I can say this is because I did it wrong for a very long time. And when you're not being authentic, it's exhausting. It yeah. was exhausting. It's the easiest to just be yourself. And I started doing, uh, just this year, I started doing the greatest thing I could have done for my brand and the greatest thing that I could have done for myself and my confidence, building confidence within myself. I started going live on Instagram every morning while putting my makeup on. I still Mm. do this every day, Monday through Friday. You can join me tomorrow. Every day I go live and I have no makeup on my face and I put on my makeup and I answer questions and I talk to my community. And there has been so much magical stuff that has come from it. Number one, my inner work. So number, I have to be consistent because I said I was going to do this every day. So I built confidence within myself because confidence is built by consistently sticking with your commitment. So I committed that I was going to do this every day, no matter what. And I consistently do it. And that builds confidence within myself that I can do hard things because there are days that I don't want to go live with no makeup on. There are days that I'm just not feeling it, but I do it anyway. It's also really helped me with my storytelling and my public speaking because you get good at what you practice. And if you want to be a speaker and you want to speak in front of people, you need to get your reps in. You need to practice. And I can't get on a stage every day and practice, but I can use the stage in my pocket. So I get live every day. I tell my stories. I answer questions. I'm practicing talking to people in front of an audience and being unbelievably vulnerable because I got no makeup on my face. And I'm taking people into my life and showing them the process. And then on top of that, talk about building community. So there's people. I hope you join, Matt. Like join tomorrow. There's people. I'm going to be on asking you about your mascara and all that. I can't wait. We don't talk about mascara. That's the rule. I'm like, I'm not. Okay, I love it. Makeup. We only talk about how you can get ready for the best day of your life. But they all, they became friends. I call them my shippies. They're little rocket ship emojis. So all these people join every day and they've gone to dinner with each other. They've met each other, can become community from Instagram live. And they all come every day. And whenever I have a call to action, they're all there, right? For my book, they've all be, they're part of my street team, helping me promote it. And it's been such a community builder or real audience builder because I'm letting people in on a whole other level into my life. And I, I'm not saying that everybody here needs to do that, like go live with no makeup on or go live when you're just like putzing around your house and you're not, you don't feel like being seen. You don't have to do that. But what's that version of connection and vulnerability and visibility for you? How can you connect on that level? Because 
you know, our, our Instagram or our TikTok or our Facebook is a highlight reel. It is. Like that's what it's supposed to be. When you look at like, if I go and I open up your Instagram, I'm going to see a lot of amazing moments of your life. I'm going to see the things that you want me to see. And that's basically like your online magazine for your brand that you're building. That's fabulous. But it's really important that people understand that when you're scrolling and you're seeing everybody's wonderful, perfect highlight reel, like chapter 20 versions of whatever it is that happened in their life, you need to know that there's other stuff going on behind the scenes. Otherwise, people can start to feel very lonely in the lifey shit that's happening to them behind the scenes. Yeah. Why is every, everybody's life so amazing when I'm dealing with this? So the way that I like, because my Instagram is a highlight reel as well. And it's part of my branding. I mean, yes, I showcase, like I tell stories that aren't the prettiest stories, but I'm posting videos of me speaking. I'm posting, you know, things that we're doing and, and exciting moments in my life. But when I go live, I tell them, this is where we're going to be real. Like I had the shittiest day yesterday and I'm going to tell you exactly why. And here's what I learned from it. And that's my way of allowing people to maybe feel like, okay, I'm not alone in this. Like mm-hmm. Jen experiences too. And then we connect on that level. And I think it's important. I love that. Now, talk a little bit about some of the... You've seen good brands and you've seen them scale and grow to great heights. You've also seen brands probably not make it or or get at a certain level and completely fall off. What are some of the do's and don'ts of building a brand and being seen? Well, One of the biggest things that's so important that I see people mess up is consistency. Mm -hmm. I see, uh, like, you'll post and you'll post for like a week straight or a month straight, and then all of a sudden drop off and disappear. And then then these people will come back and they'll be like, I took a break from social media, but now I'm back. Like, first of all, I'm guilty of that. I've done that before. I know everyone's done it. It's okay. I've done it too. But here's what's wrong with that. Number one, if you're not consistent, you're actually hurting your own confidence. Yeah. Because you're telling yourself that you're inconsistent. And the more that we set commitments and don't stick with them, we're telling our subconscious that we can't trust ourselves to follow through. So let it be an exercise for yourself to be consistent in something. Number two, your followers, if they're not consistently getting value from you and and you disappear, they're not going to notice that you took a break from social media. They're just going to go follow somebody else and get their value from someone else. Yep. So... It's they're not going to trust you. And it's all about creating trust. So consistency, number one, is so important. Number two, this, this is a big one that I also see people uh, mess up with. And it's like posting and ghosting or ripping and dipping. I like to call it don't rip and dip. Like post something. And then you get all these comments of these people that are taking their time to thank you and, and say, oh my gosh, this was amazing. Thanks so much. And then you never respond yeah. to the comments. That's like someone giving you a gift and you don't even say thank you for the gift. It's it's. They're doing what you want them to do, which is engage with your posts. And yeah. then you're not thinking for it. And social media is supposed to be social. The algorithm likes it when you're social. Your followers are going to feel so amazing if you just take the time to write, thank you. That was an amazing comment. Thanks for liking my post. I really appreciate it. Or getting back to them in a DM. That means the world to people. So please, if you are building a brand, two things that I don't want you to do that I see a lot of people do and it's just the most common things is number one, be consistent. And number two, if you post something and people are kind enough to take time out of their day to respond and comment and share, thank them, respond, engage with them, create community, create relationships and create friendships. It's not just about posting. It's about communicating and being social and building community. Now, for the people that go, I don't have maybe a, a product or I don't have a brand yet, or I don't have a service to offer people. What do you say to those individuals and why they should lean into building a brand? 
Yeah. Well, not everybody has to build a brand online. So I want to just pause and say, I, I will never tell anybody that they have to do anything. You don't think about what you want for your life. What are your goals? What lights you up? Mm-hmm. If you have a story, maybe you don't have a service or a product, but you have a story on your heart that you want to share with people and you know that your story can help people and you really want to put it out there, then I think that it would be very beautiful and powerful for you to start talking about it online and build that personal brand. I do think that everyone should have some kind of online presence of some sort because it kind of freaks me out if I meet someone and they have zero online presence. Like, like think about nowadays I do the Instagram check right away. I'm like, I gotta wait, let me check their Instagram real quick. It's creepy. Like, imagine if I was dating, like, and I was swiping or whatever. I know there's a lot of people on here that are dating, and I connected with somebody and I looked them up online and they had no presence on the internet. That's I would never off. meet up with them. <laughs> right. Same thing goes with anything. If you have a, a nine to five job, you work for a corporation. If you're a doctor, if you're a healthcare professional, if you're a dog groomer, if you're, a, I don't care what you do, the first thing that somebody's going to do when they hear about you with what something is look you up on the internet. So just make sure that the presence that you have on the internet is what you want people to see, whether that is building a personal brand all around your service, your story, or your product and talking about it and providing value and actually creating that brand. Fabulous. If that's what you want, or it's just like having a really dope LinkedIn profile that says what you do and who you right. are, a Facebook profile with a great photo of yourself. You don't have to do anything. Please do this your way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm guessing a lot of entrepreneurs are listening to this right now. And if you are an entrepreneur and you're building a business or you are raising money, raising capital, like you're building, like, like that is, you need to have a brand. Let me talk to that person for a second because I know a lot of founders, very successful founders that have spent all their time and energy building very powerful businesses and then exiting that business. But I know many of them that exited the business and then they want to start something new and they never spent any time or energy building their personal brand. And it's a hell of a lot harder to start from scratch after you like to, to rebuild than it is for the person that was building a personal brand alongside building that company, exited that company. And they've got this huge audience of people that love them and follow them for who they are. So when they start to raise capital for the next business they want to build, or they start talking about the next product that they're launching, they've got a built-in audience. Yes, You need to have a personal brand. 100% to that point. So I've been doing this podcast for about six and a half years. And it started with one investor from this podcast. Now I've probably got about a thousand accredited investors on my my investor list specifically for my own deals and syndications and things like that. But I have I have raised millions of dollars through the podcast. And what really nailed that point home to me was um, I got on a call. This was a guy that was writing a $500,000 check. And he literally did not ask me one question. I was getting ready to go through, go through all the questions, go through all the stuff. And he goes, well, where do I send the money? And I'm like, well, do you have any questions? You know, I'm going through my thing. He goes, oh, no, 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 I'm good. I've been listening to you for five and a half years. I know who I'm investing with. I already know I can trust you. Where do I send the money? And I was like, I, right? So like the power of that brand and that footprint, not only online, but there's so many different mediums and platforms that you can reach and connect with people through. If you don't feel like, oh, I don't like the way I look on video, then do a podcast or, right? There's so many different ways of connecting and, and building those bridges to potential customers or to community. So I love that you brought that up because in the day and age now, like you said, if 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 you don't have a brand online or you don't have something at least that shows a little bit about who you are, what you stand for, what you believe in, it's going to be really hard to close the gap on some of those relationships. 
Are you interested in boosting your income by an extra $50,000 this year? If so, you're going to love what I've got in store for you. I am beyond excited to officially announce an incredible opportunity to join me in my exclusive mastermind, which will include myself and 25 other hand-selected investors who are actively pursuing commercial real estate in 2024 and want to be held accountable to making sure they buy their first or their next commercial real estate investment property that will net them a minimum of $50,000 a year. This mastermind group will not only teach you how to do that, how to find, how to analyze, how to structure and buy these types of commercial real estate investment properties, but you'll also have an opportunity to be a part of an intimate group of high achievers that are going to take your network and your resources to a whole nother level. But here's the catch. Like I mentioned before, this is exclusive. We're only selecting 25 ambitious individuals for our founding members group who are serious and ready to take that next step in their commercial real estate investing journey. So if you are ready to increase your passive income by at least $50,000 in the next year with commercial real estate investing, then this is your moment. These spaces are gonna fill up fast and trust me, this is the one and only time to be a founding member, which comes with some pretty special benefits. So head over to myfirst50k.com and submit your application now. Again, that's myfirst50k.com. You can head over there, check out the program, see everything that it entails, submit your application to join, and I can't wait to connect with you soon. Hundred percent. Yes, we're like you and I are on the exact same page. I love this conversation. Yes. So, as you have talked about, I'm curious to tap into your mind a little bit about you. You've tens of thousands, thirty thousand plus people going through your communities, your coaching, all the amazing stuff that you're doing. And you said something that really stuck out to me, which is why I love having these types of conversations with big thinkers. You said, I'm nowhere close to where I intend to be and where I'm going. So where do you intend to be and where are you going with your brand, Jen? Well, here's the cool thing is that we might have another conversation a year from now, a couple of years from now, and I'll be like, oh my God, Matt, remember what I told you? I have no idea. Like, I have no idea that I would end up here. And that's right. the beautiful thing about entrepreneurship. Like, I don't know. I, I know. I don't know the step-by-step process of how I'm going to get there. I don't. And I... I do know that, and this is, I hate saying this, and I'm going to say it as an example for everybody out there that hates like declaring their dreams out loud, because I'm with you right now. I feel you because I feel nervous right now saying this. And every time I say it, I feel nervous and cringy and weird, but I say it out loud because you never know who's listening. So I want to encourage you all to say the big dream out loud. I want to be the greatest motivational speaker of all time. I I want to be that. I say that out loud. I don't know how I'm going to get there. I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't have a step-by-step game plan for that. Uh, I just know that I'm getting on as many stages as possible. I'm practicing as much as possible. I'm getting my reps in. I'm working my ass off. I'm saying yes. I'm putting myself in very uncomfortable positions all day, every day, all the time. And I'm being seen on a level that I've never been seen at. And it's very uncomfortable. And it's and that's all I know that I'm doing right now. You know, we're do- hosting events, obviously. We have our company. We have our mastermind. I've got this book coming out. And I'm being seen. And and I'm being seen as much as possible and I'm building this brand and I'm being a case study for myself and my own concept that mm. the more audience you build and the more brand you build, the more opportunities will come your way. I know what the big goal is. I have a vision of it, but I have no idea how I'm going to get there. So I'm hoping that you and I can have a conversation a couple of years from now oh, and we'll yeah. replay this. We'll be like... Hmm? Remember when? Remember know. when? I love that. Let's well, as a top 50 speaker in the world, you are well on your way. I want to shift gears a little bit over to... 
you've built a massive business. And a lot of people who listen to our show, financially, they're crushing it. They're well on their way. Or there are many people that are starting to build that momentum. But I see a lot of people sacrifice and and cannibalize things that they say are really important to them in that process. And one of the things we like to focus on on the show too is you can be an absolute killer in business and in your marriage or and as a parent or and with your health, right? You don't have to be bankrupt in those other areas while you go and build what you want to build. And I know that you have an amazing you know, relationship with your husband. Talk about how you find that balance with crushing it in your business, with your personal life, with your health, with the other areas and, and priorities in your life. Yeah, it's I don't have balance at all. So I don't have balance. <laughs> Everybody says that, by the way. It. So I love that. Yeah, there's no such thing. I, I don't believe in it. I think I do, but I believe more in integration. And for me, everything starts with my health and my happiness. If I am not putting the work in to physically feel my very best, which means exercise, food, sleep nothing else works. My relationship doesn't work. My business doesn't work. Mm-hmm. I can't be a... So for me, number one is health because my physical body is like the thing that's really... If it doesn't work, then nothing works. Right. So... What does that look like my for you? Yeah. I, I, I lift weights uh, five times a week. I eat clean. I don't drink alcohol. I sleep eight hours. Uh, hopefully, try to sleep eight hours a night, even when I'm traveling. So yeah. I'm the crazy person that's traveling that's got my containers of food with me. Like I am that person. I don't care. I'm unapologetic about it. It doesn't that's matter. That's what it is, right? It is that. It, it is going above and beyond. It's not going, oh, when I'm traveling, that's when I'm giving myself permit. Like, And that's what I've noticed with all of the elite performers and whether it's athletes, business owners, the elite of the elite they are those outliers. And so I was curious to know like what your outlier routine looks like. Yeah, it's non-negotiable. My my physical health is first. So like, yeah. even if I have to get up at four in the morning in order to go to the gym that morning because I'm traveling, I will go to bed earlier that night. I won't go to the party. I won't go to the thing so that I can get up and I can get to my workout because that, that's everything. So physicality first and foremost, my physical body, I take care of that because that's my vehicle in order to do the thing, in order to be successful. And then my relationship is not perfect at all. I never claimed to have a perfect relationship. I love my husband. We work together. We have a great relationship. Uh, but we we don't, we we tried this. This could be helpful. I'm not a relationship expert. But every time we try to do the like, let's go on a date night and not talk about work. Let's not talk about work <laughs> yeah. at all. Let's not, we cannot do it. We'll fight and we'll argue because we love talking about work. So what I would say to entrepreneurs out there that are in maybe an entrepreneurial relationship and it's like, you're trying to set this boundary and you're trying to create this quote unquote work-life balance. I don't know if it exists. If you love talking about work, talk about work. If you love that, if that jazzes you up, like we love talking about it. We love, it's fun for us. Then you can give yourself permission to do that. We don't have to be the status quo like, Okay, we're going on a like a vacation for a week without talking about work would drive me crazy. I don't think I could stay on the beach for more than an hour, like, and not do anything that was personal development or work related. It's just who I am. Right. I just love it. So I give myself permission now. I learned this from not doing it for a long time. I was fighting it for a long time. I was like, no, Jen, do something else. But now I love it. It's like this is part of who I am. This is what I love to do, and I'm going to give myself permission to let it be like the game, the climb is something that I love. It energizes me. If it doesn't energize you, please go do something else that energizes you. But for me personally, I found out that that suits me better uh, than trying to separate the two and force yeah. myself to do things that 
other people really love and energizes other people, but don't really ener- doesn't really energize me. I love that. I I um I kind of subscribe to that same lifestyle in terms of I call it the all inclusive lifestyle in the sense of when I go to an all inclusive resort, it's not I have certain portions or things that I can do and I have limitations on it. It's I have an everything and anything mindset, and I think building a lifestyle through my business has been. I work hard and I grind hard every day. I love my wife hard every day. I love my kids every day. I have my fitness and my health every day. I have my business and my leadership focus and my personal development every day. And I love that you talked about that because I think some people are like, no, I have to shut it off. And I think the people that excel the most in life and do that lifestyle by design are the ones who go, I can do it all in one day, or I can build this lifestyle all together, all inclusively without having to turn one on to be able to enjoy another. So I I love that you brought that up because I agree. I don't think there is any kind of balance. The counterbalance, the pendulum swings one way or another. I think just through awareness and through frameworks, it allows me to know when I'm getting a little too far over here and I need to maybe come back in the middle a little bit. Now talk a little bit about your wealth building in terms of, is it all focused in building wealth in the pillar and the vehicle of business? Are you taking you know a lot of the growth and the income that you generate out of the business to diversify into other areas? Or what does your kind of wealth building practice look like in terms of your own subscription? Yeah, right now it's all going in the business, into the brand, into the business we're building. That's like our main investment right now. We really have a vision for it. We want to grow it really big. And so right now that's what we're investing in. And I do believe that investing in your brand and your audience and and what you're building is probably the greatest investment as long as it's like in alignment, like, and it's, it's you, it's your brand. And if you're building it to sell also, like that's a really great thing to do. Yes. So everything's going back in there. But I, I'm going to be pinging you because and I definitely need to start like investing in other areas as well to build wealth. But I'm not a professional in that area. So I will be getting there. But right now, everything is going back into our business. Well, I love that you said that too. One of my early mentors, he said, you know, a lot of people make a mistake of like they become a millionaire and then they think... I need to invest over here and invest over here and invest over here. And they really spread themselves thin instead of going and instead of getting to one and starting to diversify. He was like, take your business or take your net worth to 10 and then start thinking about diversifying because then you've really built up a strong foundation. I think that's a mistake that a lot of people make of, I need the seven streams of income and you hear all these things, you know, online nowadays. And so I love that you're, you're doubling down, tripling down, 10xing your business. And obviously, that's going to serve you really well. Um, Jen, I've really enjoyed the conversation with you today. And I know a lot of people are going to want to, one, get their hands on the book. Two, they're going to want to follow you. And three, they're going to want to know where they can be more, obviously, outside of the Instagram, you know, make up uh, mornings with you, connecting with you and your community. Where's the best place for them to do that? So the book is at bcnbook.com, or you can get it wherever you get books. Anywhere is going to have it, uh, but bcnbook.com, if you enter your order details in the little opt-in, you'll get gifts from me. So you can go there. And then Instagram is me. Like I am there in it. Like I said, I'm commenting, I'm DMing. So if you just go to Instagram, you'll find out all of the happenings. Like I said, I go live every single day, Monday through Friday. So at Jen underscore Gottlieb, you'll find everything out there. I've got websites. I've got challenges we do monthly. We've got events. All you need to know, follow me on Instagram and you'll get all the details. I love it. So we'll be sure to link up all of that millionermindcast.com on Jen's episode. Jen, thank you so much for joining us today. This was so fun. Thanks, Matt.
Well, that wraps up this week's episode. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that interview. And if you did, all I ask is that you take two minutes and leave a review in iTunes, where by doing so, you're also gonna get entered in to win a $100 gift card. Don't forget to share this episode out with somebody else that may need to hear it or may get some value from what was talked about in today's interview. And for those of you who are really looking to accelerate your wealth building journey, you wanna unlock more financial freedom, you wanna get more time back, or maybe you just wanna level up your life, your business, your finances, be sure to head over to millionairemindcast.com and check out all the amazing products and resources that we have for our Millionaire Mindcast family, whether that's one-on-one coaching with me, mastermind events, downloads and checklists, the Rich Life Planner for those of you looking to take your goal setting and productivity to the next level. We've got all kinds of great, valuable tools. So be sure to check those out at millionairemindcast.com. And last but not least, if you're not on my weekly text letter and you wanna be the first to know of exclusive updates and offers in addition to behind the scenes access to a lot of the stuff that I'm doing, that I'm investing in, be sure to join by texting the word notes to 844-447-1555. With that being said, thanks for listening today. Until next time, keep investing in yourself and your wealth on your march to a million and beyond. Cheers, my friends.